Hello, you're tuned into Culture Current. I'm your host Jessica Khalko. As an author, creative strategist and contributing journalist at Rolling Stone India, I've worked with the best in pop culture. Now, I bring you key insights from some of the most exciting creatives of our times. This is your wire to the world. This is your connect to pop culture. This is Culture Current. Hey Rahi, welcome to Culture Current. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm good. Thanks. It's an honor to have you on the show. For our listeners, Rahi Punya Shloka, aka Tedkar, is an Ambedkarite anti-caste artist and actress. If you're familiar with the digital space, you've probably come across Rahi's powerful art, which is defined by strong indigo and ivory motifs that often spell out the history of the past or the ongoing revolutions in the present. His art. particularly enlightens viewers on the legacy of the dalit adivasi and bahujan communities fearless and unflinching rahi's creations are a compelling protest against the times we live in welcome rahi yeah thanks for that introduction yeah of course glad to be here yeah, yeah. happy to have you so rahi you've had some big moments during your journey as an artist and activist whether it was designing the cover of the caravan mm-hmm. magazine having a showcase of method or even right. educating and empowering people with information and art on your instagram you might right. delete later under your posts i know you're conveying something that the mainstream is trying to silence so tell me what was your first breakthrough as an artist and activist i mean even though I am forced to contend with the term activist, like you know, even though like the term activist sort of uh, sticks uh, due to the praxis of what I do. I, I suppose like there is like I mean I personally have a kind of unease with the term because uh, you know like people from our communities, especially like you know, tend to have this like there is this sort of. Uh, a uh, compelling force within the mainstream to like you know pigeon hole us as activists right so you know like the moment we speak our truth or you know like say even something uh, entirely uh, quote unquote uh, not political like let's say about our food our culture our history that by default sort of becomes an active like an act of activism right so uh, that is something that uh, i mean yes like on on like in terms of practicality yes like i suppose i would be classified as an activist but yeah that that's something that i sort of like want to preface ki you know like there is a sort of unease for people like us who come from dba communities that it's uh, it's uh, more of an inevitable labeling than it is a you know like conscious decision to like call oneself oneself an activist and uh, as far as my breakthrough as an artist is concerned you know actually like i have had a uh, much earlier history uh, i actually uh, was uh, i am actually like you know my foray into art has been through experimental filmmaking and uh, i actually so like you know was making films in a particular juncture in history when uh, the analog filmmaking sort of was uh, going away i think this was in 2013 2014 when the uh, kodak uh, film reel uh, factory shut down right so essentially what was happening was that like you know like films were previously shot on uh, uh, reels right so reels have like now pretty much like almost entirely been substituted by digital media right so that was the moment when uh, the 
end of film as it were like sort of started and i was making experimental films at that point which dealt with this idea of loss and the nostalgia that the film reel evokes etc and uh, that's when my breakthrough sort of like happened within the art world because like i uh, my film got uh, screened in uh, international film festival rotterdam uh, rotterdam and uh, tribeca film festival new york uh, among Amazing. many others so that was yeah yeah so uh, that was sort of my actual you know like first breakthrough as an artist and uh, yeah like uh, I, i mean uh, so so i mean i don't really know because that kind of work is completely in a different terrain than what i actually do now so i just like i mean I'm, since we're talking of first breakthroughs i like just felt ki i should probably just like clarify that and uh, but yeah so uh, secondly um, regarding the arted curve work which is uh, what we obviously see online uh, much more openly which is uh, so that sort of started because uh, that sort of like breakthrough happened because of uh, the existence of because of the like need that i as an artist felt that you know like there has to be a sort of uh, uh, like open like uh, open elaboration of dalit and ambedkar right art right uh because as we know our art history is severely um, dominated by upper caste upper class urban populations right like uh, who have like even our political art is uh, borrowed from uh, in many ways borrowed from first world ideas of agit prop and even when there is a uh, sort of like there is a sort of uh, like there are motifs and elements that are taken from uh, uh like for like art like it's always like folk art right like there is a distinction there is like serious art and then there is folk art so like you know any kind of tribal art or any kind of art from like dalit communities becomes folk art like gond art becomes folk art right so whereas uh yeah so like you know any kind of like taking of the motifs is happening by these uh, upper caste upper class elites right so they are sort of appropriating these uh, like the uh, motifs and like uh in a very limited like problematic manner and like creating art so yeah so uh, like so there is that sort of uh, absolute kind of uh, void which needs to be filled by artists from within our communities right like who actually you know like uh, take the organic sort of uh, uh, organic sort of like art motifs and you know art movement and like the like the cultural artifacts that surround us they sort of like speak of them and like represent them right so so yeah so that sort of void was there i think that uh, there were also uh, some precursors to my Uh, like my art which were uh, people like sidesh gautam or bikri prasad and uh, priyanka paul uh, art holding right so these people were also you know sort of uh, like initiating a kind of space like you know i was not the first there like these these would these two people would probably be the biggest pioneers in uh, opening up a like possibility of a on- like online dialogue true, true. about bahujan art right so yeah so since they had started that you know and uh, uh, my work uh, has always been uh sort of uh, op- like has always uh, been governed by an obsession with the conceptual so i sort of like started developing my art with this sort of conceptual rubric that what would ambedkarite art be ambedkarite art like the most identifiable elements of the ambedkarite art are the 
uh, two colors right the blue and the white the shades of blue and the white that i work extensively work with so yeah so i'll just like take them and uh, create my work around that so yeah and uh, like if you know something from art history it's that uh, somebody or the other belonging from this communities would have obviously like you know picked up on this very clearly abundant motif and like created art and i just happened to be the first to do that and hence like you know whatever status or like whatever uh, acclaim i get as the artist who does that so yeah so that's the journey i suppose Rahi, thank you for this incredible foray into your journey as an artist. I think it's so important what you said about, you know, everyone from Dalit, Bahujan and Adivasi communities kind of being labelled with the term activist when in fact it's not yeah. a mantle they take on. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. you know, just, you know, just actually, your journey uh, from filmmaker to yeah. artist is incredible. Yeah, yeah. like since like since you brought that back up, like, you know, like if we actually, if you actually go through my... uh my page or my journey like so like so i actually like never really wanted to uh be somebody who's an activist because my work was as quote unquote a political like i mean a political is a silly term but like you know like like it was art which was purely focused on the praxis of dalit everyday livelihood like of ambedkarite culture right so yeah so like that sort of what my basis has always been and like even when i think of like what kind of ideal art i would want to do it is much more abstract much more rooted within these symbols and iconography which is not uh, so explicitly political if you will right so not so explicitly activistic if you will right so so that's the ideal what is is that like you know how like we exist in like the society that we exist in it inevitably becomes a responsibility to like do what i do yeah That is so insightful. Thank you for you know this window into your creative process. I think it's so rare sure. uh, that we get to hear about someone's journey in this manner. Thank you for sharing, Rahi. Like this Sochcast? Tune in for more with the Sochcast app from the Google Play Store. So you know it can't be easy being an artist, particularly in India's majoritarian climate. And I realize when I say majoritarian climate, I'm also being very you know uh, politically safe, you know. <laughs> so what are some learnings, failures, or defining moments you've experienced along your journey that have held you in good stead over the years? I suppose this is sort of uh, this is sort of an answer that like is an unsure answer because. uh what what i am about to describe is also happening with the unprecedented sort of growth slash changes in media ecology that we see right now right for example like 2 years 3 years like i mean 5 years ago we wouldn't know the five major uh like you know like social media share, sharing apps that we use right now right uh tiktok is obviously banned in india but like i mean like 2 years ago 3 years ago we wouldn't know what tiktok is right so uh, so yeah so because of the sort of like social media boom if you will like there has been a sort of like there has actually been a uh, active sort of like legitimately present uh di- like public sphere for discourse which is outside of the mainstream outside of the you know like the upper class upper caste urban elite sort of like discourse which always used to govern and it would always have the sort of top down effect like you know the newspaper in delhi determines what uh, somebody in uh, let's say sambalpur reads right or somebody in like yeah somebody in a smaller third tier town or like a village like gets to hear 
so that sort of has that sort of top down effect has been like it's like it's getting more and more compromised like it's sort of like getting more and more democratized and because of that even in relatively elite spaces like instagram there is an actually active uh, presence of uh, dalit communities and adivasi communities and social uh, media users who sort of actively sort of uh, describe their identity as a matter of fact right so so that's something that i have seen go more and more of and that's primarily what drives me right like the fact that people like us do not have to hide who we are and like can you know like just like matter of factly say that like oh i am abc right so like which which was not something that was possible on an online space 5 years ago 10 years ago it's something that now ha- like has become extremely normalized thanks to the presence of people and thanks to you know like constantly activistic work of like people who came before us so that's something that uh, is the primary sort of uh, inspiration that keeps uh, letting that keeps giving me energy and uh, i hope we see more and more of that yeah i would have to agree with you i think it's so important to be empowered in our identities thank you for raising this point yeah. rahi so as a groundbreaking creator and change maker what's your advice mm-hmm. to people who are just starting out in the art sphere um i mean all it takes is one good idea right i mean if like if we look at my own art like my own art or like the art at curve works the blue and white uh, template that i employ like all it takes is one idea there is such a massive void for uh, you know like art or even like you know like the creation of any kind of like cultural artifact or discourse like that is of our own people like you know like if if uh, someone like me or you starts to think of the ways the innumerable ways in which we are different in our everyday understanding of what reality of like our childhood or reality of our like how we process history etc are like you know if we start like to enumerate them they would be far too many right so and uh, the mainstream does not have any access to that like we are the one who have an access to that right so there is that sort of um, like enormous gap which exists right enormous gap which we are the ones who need to fill so yeah so that's that's the like that's what i would tell to people who are like me people who are like us from like dalit adivasi communities right like so there is so much to there is so much to do and like it's so easily recognizable out there so so yeah so like if you just have one tiny creative idea which is like departing from what the mainstream is that in itself should urge you to you know like go on and yeah create your truth yeah that that is so needed in today's world you know to pen your own narratives to create your own to create or put into art you know yeah. what it is all of Absolutely. the storytelling all of the history that's been yeah. passed down and just share it i think yeah. um what's so incredible about us is that you know we have a sense of community and the community brings in a sense of conversation and storytelling and we're very lucky to have that especially translate with our art So Rahi what is a project or milestone that you are particularly proud of and why I would say like my like uh, like in August I had my solo exhibition and that was something that uh, I mean obviously like any artist would be proud of their uh, solo exhibition right so This so that and, method, and uh, right? one of the things that 
yeah this was a method and uh, i actually did not uh, i so- sort of made it a point to you know like not sell my work uh, because uh, because like you know like on idea uh, like on ideological grounds you know like this is like art which had such a such a intrinsic like communication like, intrinsic conversation with uh, these historical narratives around which i created my art and uh, it just didn't seem like something that i would simply want to sell a print of right and uh, more importantly you know like on a sort of uh, on a sort of like like the idea that uh, people from our communities tend to not get these opportunities and whenever we get these opportunities like we never really have this option to reject the possibility of you know like marketing it like like whenever like for example some artisan from our communities emerges like you know like the like first like the first instinct is ki like you know like let's just sell like however like if the market is rife like we should just like sell it right like if somebody like this is this is like how the economy of uh, exploitation also gets created right because uh, let's say something like gond art which uh, artisans in madhya pradesh and uh, the like yeah chatisgarh etc are like making like those are sold for a lot of commission by uh like you know middlemen who are upper caste elites right so that sort of uh, so that sort of economy like is created by this sort of like need or this sort of necessity to be a bahujan artist who has to sell right so i sort of like on ideological grounds wanted to refute that by you know like making it a point to not sell so that was uh, yeah that was quite uh, that was quite something yeah the having a solo show where i'm not selling any of my art yeah that is such a layered point you make about about accessibility and exploitation particularly i remember i went to method recently and while i appreciated the art so much there was nothing in there that i right. could afford to buy so i do right. know that you know people from our communities yeah. will definitely appreciate being able to just witness the art as opposed yeah. to having to buy it like this sochcast Tune in for more with the Sochcast app from the Google Play Store. So Rahi, yeah. you are someone who is very well abreast with the history of oppression in India, particularly the struggles and triumphs of the Dalit, Adivasi, and Bahujan communities. When did you mm-hmm. first begin learning this history, and what do you think of the majoritarian society trying to, you know, rewrite this history by erasing minorities from the equation in their speech and outreach? So I come from. Uh... bhuvneshwar i i uh, like my entire childhood was spent uh, in and around the chilika lake but uh, as we know odisha has a substantial presence of adivasi communities i think uh, 50% of uh, odia population is sc or st right and obviously like coming from a dalit community myself like i had a lot of uh, like lot of differences in my upbringing that were like that were not uh, co- cohesively present for a lot of caste people uh, so yeah so i mean i like from the beginning of like from as early as i can remember there were like substantial uh, differences um, but uh, one of the things that i constantly keep uh, uh, like 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 it's sort of like one of the moments that sticks out Uh, is that uh, is the story of birsa munda so in our odia uh, textbooks uh, we read about birsa munda and uh, so the word munda is used in a derogatory manner in odisha like by the especially uh, like not especially exclusively by the upper caste communities like somebody who's a munda is somebody who's a brute somebody who doesn't have 
enough brain you know like so somebody who's like who's stupid basically who's stupid and like uh, who only does uh, menial labor that's the way the word is used but uh, when i read, read about birsa munda like i mean birsa munda story was uh, also told in a very matter of fact manner by this apakash teacher oh there was this person like you know they sort of like underplayed the coolness of birsa munda but for me uh, birsa munda was somebody who was extremely cool you know like he was somebody who was uh, extremely proficient and intelligent in how he was uh, fighting against the british colonizers right so that sort of uh, uh, that sort of dissonance emerged for the first time i think right there ki like you know why is somebody with the name uh, munda which is supposed to be somebody who's uh, only doing menial work with no capacity for intellectual thought how is it that in history this person is one of the coolest most intelligent persons who's or like fighting against the colonizers so that's the like that's one of that was one of the foundational moments where i sort of saw this uh, dissonance between experiencing history in real time and what like the textbook history was and uh, so yeah so like after that i as of developed a chess kind of uh, uh, enterprise of my own to make sure that i see this dissonance in other places and once you start looking obviously they are everywhere right so yeah uh so that's that's when it uh, that's how it went i think the most important thing uh for uh, people like us and which is something that is happening in real time in a place like jharkhand is to like dramatically assert the fact that we are not minorities right even in a like place which you know claims to have a like majority majority sort of uh, leaning toward a particular religion or a particular caste compro- like constitution like the the very fact is that uh, the dalits and the adivasis of the community taken as a whole are much larger than the oppressor castes right numerically speaking so so that's the so like that's the kind of uh, like to you know like actively assert that you know we are not minorities our opinions our values our cultural uh existence our histories they hold as much value as the one that has been uh, propagated till now right if not more than that right so that's that's the first and foremost step i suppose and uh, obviously <laughs> like we know how uh, in our regions uh, a lot of uh, uh, tribal languages for example have been conserved because of the ingenuity of uh, you know like your community for example like as so like has had a great hand in conserving a lot of like grammar of the language even though these uh, languages were never not taught anywhere or you know like uh, like taught anywhere or like there are no books in those languages right but like still like there are so many of them which have been conserved effectively right so that's the sort of uh, yeah so like yeah so to continue doing that i suppose is a is the way to go yeah Thank you for sharing Rai and especially for enlightening our listeners about the story of Birsa Munda which has you know been co-opted and brahmanized by our history textbooks. He was indeed yeah. extremely cool and I really urge yeah. our listeners to go check out more yeah. information yeah. on him. And yeah. how true Rai like we are not we're not exactly minorities we're all majorities it's just that mm-hmm. you know we've not always been given the the same space as as you know other classes or castes have been so yeah. rahi 
this has been such an insightful conversation i have two more questions for you so as an artist what is your message to the world and what would you like your legacy to be my artistic journey is like quite at a nascent stage like you know like i have only been creating ambedkarite art for example since like the last two years so um i do not think i would be able to answer what my like i what i would want my legacy to be because like the way i see it uh th- there are going to be such unpredictable and dramatic shifts in how we understand both art history as well as dalit bahujan adivasi art right like there's going to be so much shift within our own lifetimes that i cannot predict like what like 40 years 50 years from now what the shape of the art world is right i mean like in the ideal scenario that uh, like i would like uh, there to be there would be like all art like almost like almost all art of the next century would be art of our people right because like it's like i mean it has been the art of uh, the bhadralok or the apakas person you know like drawing uh drawing like you know like other subjects like you know so like the adivasi subject and the dalit subject like they would draw them from like a distance like that that art has populated uh, the indian art scene and the imagine imaginary for like more than 200 years now right so like so in an ideal scenario yes like that that would be my uh hope that you know like it's art of our people which dominates all art spheres all public art spheres so yeah so that would be my hope but like i i wouldn't know what my own legacy may be yeah that is such a powerful uh that's such a powerful legacy to have to envision to hope for um rahi i just want to say it is just so incredible to be having this conversation with you today you know me as an um as an adivasi individual you as a dalit artist it's just it's such an yeah. honor to kind of come together and have a conversation and you know put our thoughts out there i'm very very honored to have you on culture current Yeah thanks thanks for thanks for having me yeah yeah so wonderful yeah. thank you yeah. so final question rahi and this is a fun one since this is culture current what are you currently uh-huh. watching reading making or consuming right all right i actually finished writing the first draft of my first novel so i have been uh, yeah so i have been at it for uh, close to 2 years now and like it was like like i recently completed the first draft and uh, so i have not actually i have actually been consumedly doing that for the past month so i haven't really caught up on any like any work uh, like any sort of um, like yeah like i haven't caught up on much art but i just started uh, watching midnight mass the netflix uh, horror series and uh, yeah so that that's that's it's a slow burn yeah it's a, it's a it's quite a slow burn yeah and um, yeah i also i also like listen to hip hop so there's some uh, catching up that i have to do i still haven't uh, listened to all of uh, kanye west donda so that's something that i hope to do really soon yeah amazing yeah. i think our listeners have quite a lot of uh, recommendations to check out from your site surahi thank you so much for coming on culture current today such an honor to have you um thank you for the insightful and empowering messages that you've left us with today i uh, really appreciate the space that you create in in our country yeah. in the world thank you for thank you. you know putting a spotlight on all of our histories more party you sure thanks <laughs>